With each module's curriculum, the expertise of the InterMBA faculty moves us forward in our journey to become more wise and compassionate at work. We've created this podcast platform so that these sessions are available to you not only on the learning platform, but also here in audio format. It's our hope that having the core curriculum available in this way will enable you to experience these teachings at your own pace and in the way that works best for you. Hi, friends. Good to see you. I'm glad to be back with you. We have some fun things to talk about today, but before we do that, let's just settle in a bit, yeah? So if you could find a comfortable but alert position, and we'll just ready ourselves for the things we're going to do together, yeah? So let's just settle in, and we'll start with some deep breaths. I like deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Try that again, in and out. Long breaths. And just allow your body to relax, to settle. Allow any tension you might be holding in your shoulders and your back to release to melt away. And as your body settles, your mind can settle as well. Your emotions can settle. And we find ourselves in this position of clarity of openness, ready to grow, ready to learn, ready to expand our consciousness, and ready to increase our capacity for our own growth but really our capacity to serve all of life. Taking another deep breath in and letting it go. Very good. Let's begin. Okay, today we're going to talk about the things that get in our way. So we'll talk about the inner critic. And you know about the inner critic. It's such a problem. In fact, Ariana Huffington calls it the obnoxious roommate. I love that description. So we're going to talk about the inner critic, but also ways that we can deal with our inner critic. We'll talk about our thoughts, our mind, because oftentimes our mind is not helping us. 
It's taking us to places that are not helping us achieve our mission and vision or even our daily tasks. And lastly, we'll talk about choice. We have a choice in everything that we do. And so we'll talk about the choices of how we consume the world, but also what we're putting back into it. Okay? That's what we're up to today. Should be fun. You know, one of the things I like to do, I love to do, is play guitar. I write music. I sing. Here's my guitar back there. And every year we have a block party on the block, you know, in our neighborhood around the corner. And it's fun. You know, it's a group of 60 or 80 people. We block off the streets. There's lots of uh, drinking and cornhole tournaments and lots of food. But towards the evening during the block party, my buddy and I play guitar and sing on his little makeshift stage on his porch. And this past year, I was getting ready. Uh, I was practicing for the block party. And my friend was talking to me. And my friend says, hey, uh, are you playing at the block party this year? I'm like, yeah, I was going to. Why? He's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like, what, what do you mean? I don't know. He's like, yeah, I don't know if you should. I'm like, really? What's going on? Why? He's like, well, look, last year when you guys started playing, like a bunch of people just took off. Right? They went and do, they were doing their thing in the corner, having a trading whiskey shots or whatever. I just, I just don't think they're that into your music. Like, whoa, okay. But my friend just kept going. He said, and you know what? I just don't think you're that good. I'm like, oh man. And so I started to feel pretty gross, right? I, I was excited about the block party. I was practicing. I was Googling songs for party songs, you know, that I could learn. But now I had this feeling of self-loathing. I had this feeling like, oh my God, well, if, I'm, if I'm bad at this, nobody ever told me. Like, if I'm bad at this, I'm probably bad at lots of things. You know, I had this downward spiral of uh, self-loathing. You guys ever have this in your life? I hope not, but Honestly, I think something that all of us have. And my friend wasn't done. He just kept going and going and going. And I just felt worse and worse and worse. Now, you might wonder, like, why do I keep a friend like that around? Well, this friend, you know, he's the one that, like, tells it straight. He is the one that tells me things to protect me. That's what he thinks. But this friend is me. It's me with that horrible inner voice, that obnoxious roommate voice, the inner critic. And if I listen to that inner critic, I'm not going to get much done because my world becomes smaller and smaller and smaller with everything that he says. Right In that moment of really self-loathing, do you think I'm going to play at the block party? No way. No way, man. I'm looking for other things to do. I'm trying to figure out how to get out of it. And in that moment, when I'm listening to him, if somebody else asks me to do something that's a little stretch, a little stretch outside my comfort zone, am I going to say yes? No. My world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And consequently, growth happens less and less and less. And frankly, the world is not as good a place. But luckily, I have you know other voices I listen to, other parts of me that I listen to. If you think of that, as an obnoxious roommate, I also have the, you know, the champion, the inner champion. And that champion says, wait, whoa, whoa, this is not the whole story. 
Okay, maybe some people left and went and traded whiskey shots, but you know what? Look, if John Lennon himself showed up to play guitar on your friend's porch, still they would do that, right? That's just what they want to do. It's not a big deal. And also, you have friends that that's the highlight of their evening because they want to sing along. They're not bold enough to just go sing by themselves, but if you sing, they'll sing too. And every year they ask you to come back, and every year it's their favorite part. And so the night of the block party came, you know, and the months and weeks leading up to that, I realized it was more, right? I'm okay if some people don't like it because I'm strong enough to see the whole picture. And when I see the whole picture, I have strength to deal with the challenge, to deal with the inner critic. Because I've asked myself, what else is true? Yeah. And this is how things start. Our minds are designed to keep us safe. It's the amygdala inside of our brain. Our amygdala is constantly searching for danger. And that has kept us alive, right? Because we see the dangers in our life, but it doesn't keep us happy. So in other words, our minds are kind of like the evening news. It's focused on the 1% of life that is dangerous, the 1% of life that is bad. But that's not the whole picture. And so it's up to us to kind of balance things out. It's up to us to ask ourselves, what else is true? You know, yes, there's these bad things or dangerous things or things that aren't great, maybe even times that we've failed. But when we ask ourselves, what else is true? Then we've given ourselves purchase. We've given ourselves the whole picture. This is true mindfulness. This is true awareness. So next, we'll talk about some other ways that we can deal with it.